Blog Talk Radio. Are the right and left driving you mad? Losing friends and family because of your worldviews? Are you getting lost in the great divide? It's a fight for your mind and heart, and you've come to the right place at the right time. Get ready to leave the matrix of confusion and discover a new future with Healing the Rift. And now, here are your hosts, Adrian, Josh, and your friendly oversoul, Sotu. with your friendly oversoul, so too, the purveyor of red pill spirituality. Purveyor? Do <laughs> you need a prescription? Uh, life right now is giving us all prescriptions for looking in new ways and new places and uh, looking under rocks. And wow, uh, wow, wow. <laughs> It is an interesting time to be alive. Oh, well, isn't that an ancient Chinese curse? It is. Chinese. Oh, no. <laughs> a curse. Or shall I say, China. China. A curse from China. China. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've already triggered a few of you, uh, we hope. I will trigger many more of you uh, before just, the end of the show. Just, I'll, <laughs> at least I'll try. I'll do my best. To stay listening, because really... If we're getting triggered, if we're getting pissed off at stuff, ultimately, that's our interview. Well, you know, yeah, it is, yeah, it is, and it's an indicator of being locked in one side or the other, but in fact, the word of the week is objectivity. Well, you may think it's rage, but it's actually objectivity. It's a way to handle rage because we may feel well, angry, we may feel rage, maybe, we maybe, may feel fear. Maybe. Let's let's not do any absolutes. I'd leave that up to so too later. Well, certainly. I was out in the world today, and we live in New England, and it's sort of peak foliage time here. So in one of the local, more touristy towns, it was just so busy with people and people having parties at their houses and get-togethers. And well, that's not to say that people aren't responding to being locked in and locked up. And in fact, there's a great deal of um, uh, resistance and push being the ha- beginning to happen in all of that stuff. So you know, if you want to go into the dynamics of the pandemic, we're going into the dynamics of fear. If we're going into the dynamics of fear, unresolved fear uh, often leads to anger as a first response. And all of that unresolved anger eventually leads to the dynamic of rage. And isn't that cool that we've just gotten into that in the first three minutes of the show? Well, the universe is generous with its gift. Time? <laughs> really? And, and also... Yeah, I'd like another 20 years, please. Okay. A good 20 years. How about a good 20 years? Uh, okay, a good 20 years. Is you, you have that in your power to grant? I'll do my hey, best. Hey, everybody, if you hear that, Adrian has the power to grant life now. <laughs> and she's taking applications for life extensions. <laughs> <laughs> At post office box two two two. Never never land. Never never land. Yeah. Zero 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 zero. So zero. 
speaking of Never Neverland, we seem to be in the more bizarre realities than we even thought possible last week. Yeah, well, that's because so she keeps telling us that we should try to, that we have limited imaginations. So, you know, if you're going to talk about it along those lines, yeah, I mean, and there's more coming. That's what they're saying, that certainly now through winter solstice at uh, around Christmas time. That More than that, even. That's uh, that's just the next cycle. Certain levels of intensity are just going to ramp up. And uh, just for those of you who might not be familiar with us as we're chatting along here, we do work with a non-physical consciousness we call so too, have for 20-some years, almost 30 and you're going to get to listen to them in a few minutes because they come through Josh. Josh is a channel. He goes into a semi-trance-like A channel? What kind of woo-woo is that? It's deep woo-woo. Deep woo-woo. And we laugh about it because we've been living with it for so long. that You may find it weird. You may think we're full of mm-mm, but uh, check it Too out. Too bad. <laughs> because hey, you can say full of shit on this. Oh, I can't. I don't think we're censored I don't anyway. think so. But... You can check it out and listen and decide for yourself uh, if it rings true for you, if it triggers you. If it triggers you, you might want to ask why. Triggers treat. Triggers treat. No Halloween this year, folks. Uh, Another one. Another, what, pagan ritual bites the dust? Another chance for people to have fun, bites the dust, and to get together. Well, again, you know, it's... uh, 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 the question is, how much do we, you and I, normal human beings, want to get into that? Not so much. Well, because we're both on the same side of the bridge. Yes. You know, it's like we need somebody on the other side of the bridge if they really want to. If you really want to get into a good political argument, but um, that's so non-productive these days, and it's uh, it's like beating a dead horse. Well, it's. None of the solutions to the future lie in going even further into our corners. Um, the solutions lie in coming towards the middle. Well, let's, let's again, let's so to talk about it because it's more complex than that. You know, the the problem is that the simple answers, the black and white answers, the either or answers, they don't work anymore. We need to begin to thinking think about things as adults and come to our, what shall we say, um, methods of problem methods of problem solving need to ha- need to be upgraded and, and not be left over to artificial intelligence, which is which is what is being foisted upon us all now. That is a possible future. Well, it is a possible future, and it is the future that is probable with humanity in such a passive place. Correct. And the problem-solving means not only thinking about new ideas of ways to do things, it's understanding that we are primarily emotional beings, and that's where our power lies, and that's the levels, the areas, let's say, where we need to develop some awareness and more objectivity and nay, even mastery so that we can create life for ourselves and for all of us more elegantly. We have great power there. We just don't know how to use it. You are a 
I am. Somebody has to do it. No, they don't. They really, <laughs> they really do not. You know, it's like I just can't handle all of that um, sugar coating. Because the truth of the matter is that earthly humanity has never done anything without kicking and screaming about it first. And if you don't look at the dynamics that have been going on for the past six months at least as kicking and screaming, well, then I don't know what is. No, it's clearly been a lot of kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, a lot. So just as an archival note, if someone looks back at this or uh, listens years in the future, this is the week that our president, Donald Trump, your president, came down with COVID-19, <laughs> the coronavirus. And it has added a whole new playing field for people to see what they actually think and feel and who they are and who we are as a humanity. On that note. On that note, we think it's time that Josh is going to leave and uh, we play just a tiny bit of music and then uh, the next voice you hear after the music is that of because Josh goes to sleep. And you are welcome to call in and speak with us, speak with Soju, comments, questions, whatever floats your boat. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> All right, I can't get the music to play. Really amazing, even on my iPad. Forgive the dead air, folks. Just dead air. Ooh, ooh, dead air. Well, hello. Well, well, the music that you have been promised um, does not seem to be operating, which is often a, a indicator that we are not transmitting at all. So if this is only going to tape today, which it may be, um, you know, those of you that are trying to listen uh, live, uh, we hope you are actually getting it. But uh, if you are not, that would explain no phone calls coming in either. So hello, Adrian. Hello, Sophie. Can you handle us for an hour and a half? I can. I just... So uh, we'll also put out a call that if there are some of our regular listeners out there and you are hearing us, we would love to have you call in just so we know, <laughs> that, we're, know that we're working, that you're reaching us. Right. And if yeah. not, so too, and I will well, have so a We are so too, and we invite you to join us on another journey through the infinite realms of your imagination, because in truth, your reality is as malleable as your Imaginations. All right. So, hello, Adrian. So, what kind of trouble you wish to get into today? Well, we are. Let's talk about Pollyanna, shall we? Okay. Now, there is a dynamic of being positive, mm -hmm. but there is also a dynamic of being, and especially in the midst of all of the chaos that is going on in your world. And we know we usually say right now, but for this extended period of time, 
um, um, please, you must understand. All right, uh, good. So we have a we do have a call. So we know at least someone's hearing us. Um, um, Pollyanna and being positive is important in this time. Well, it, it is being important in this time, but it is also a dynamic where hmm, you must keep it, keep it the dynamic in reality. You know, you you forget that you create your reality through your thoughts, your words, and your feelings. And so. You know what? What? What was the channel taking issue with you earlier today, Adrian? Do you remember mm. a certain way that you put things? No, I you don't know? remember. What, well, you know, if he's talking about a dynamic of um, a problem that exists, you will say, "Well, um, maybe you will have the best possible outcome," and but maybe it wasn't intended to have the best possible outcome. Maybe it will be what it is intended to be. Because if, in fact, you are looking at the dynamic of your world as a conscious world, and each of you in your own way are conscious, even if you are not, (laughs) just as animals are conscious, plants are conscious, minerals are conscious, Gaia is conscious, Species have consciousness, you know. Um, um, they have the ability to communicate with each other, even if they do not have the ability to communicate with you. Certainly. But sure. you have the ability to communicate with them. Oh. Okay. You have the ability to communicate with them. But they do not really have the ability to communicate with you, which means what? That you have <laughs> you have to be the ones to reach out in that sort of way. It has to be a, an assertive, mm, connective dynamic on your part. You have to initiate the contact. All right. But then is there back and forth communication or not? There's only one way to Communication. Not necessarily. It depends if you are, what shall we say, sensitive enough to learn the language. Ooh, but that would mean taking out of the context of humanity, wouldn't it? Hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Now, I'm just, my brain is sputtering with the potentials of this. And uh, Ooh, Well, that's our job, isn't it? It's one of them. Shall we take five minutes and talk to Jennifer? Let's go talk to Jennifer. We're going to a caller in the 519 area code. Maybe we are. I just wanted you to know we could hear you loud and clear on blog. All right. Good morning. Loud and clear on blog talk. You mean we cannot harass you today? (laughs) No, no, no harassing you today. Maybe later. (laughs) Unless you want to. You can go ahead and harass me if you want. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we know. We know, but it has no effect, you know. It really, harassment really only works if we can get a a rise out of you. (laughs) you If if you can get a rise out of me, I'd be very impressed. (laughs) 
Oh, oh. Don't throw down that gauntlet, dear one. We'll start talking about <laughs> the dynamics of masculine and feminine. <laughs> I have mastered detachment. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Another second gauntlet. gauntlet. All right, we're not going to go there, though. Um, you know, we're the, the, today is about today is about understanding rage and where rage comes from. It's about understanding that rage is not a natural emotion. Anger is. Anger is a natural emotion. But rage is not a natural emotion. Rage is an accumulation of unresolved angers. And so um, if you realize that every time that something pisses you off and you do not give it voice or you do not um, come to some sort of resolution within yourself, it stuffs, you wind up stuffing that emotion down and it becomes an aggregate that eventually turns into the dynamic of rage so that um, when you do wind up expressing your anger, it is often so overblown and uh, over the top that you wonder where all that energy came from because you didn't think you were nearly that angry, but all of a sudden now you're standing there raging at someone and you're not even sure. But, but you that never happened to you, right, Jennifer? No, because I've got no filter. So as it happens, I just let it go. <laughs> so it doesn't get pent right. up into rage. Right. But I've right. seen I've seen it happen with other people before. It's called it's called having a good social editor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said for no filter. So. <laughs> It, it lets you let everything out as it's coming. So everyone knows exactly where they stand at any point in time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. And when that well is empty, um, there's a certain sense of um, knowing and uh, uh, perspective that um, um, is almost impossible while you're full of that energy. So, yes, it is a, uh, in many ways, it is a road to clarity. Um, the problem is it um, doesn't, um, what shall we say, um, initiate um, um, con- good communication. Harmonious. Harmonious communication. <laughs> You're generally not going to get a more harmonious outcome. So, but the truth of the matter is that whole dynamic of that spon- the ability to spontaneously express your anger in the moment will alleviate to those dynamics of rage. So if you look at the dynamics that are reflecting out there in your world, um, it's very clearly a dynamic of unresolved anger. And so, you know, we'll, we'll go. So we're going to, we're going to let you off the hook here, dear one. Um, if you want, thank you for, uh, if you don't have anything in particular, because we're about to go into a, uh, um, uh, well, we're not, we wouldn't call it a rant, but um, let's uh, say we have a few things we wish to say today. All right? Okay.
One thing, though, about rage is what, what's the difference between, because there's also sadness. Is sadness a part of rage, or is rage standalone? Uh, rage, uh, sadness is often what we would call a part of shame. It is, um, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dynamic that exists on the other side of shame. You know, if you've had a situation that you have uh, been involved in that um, um, you are mm, uncomfortable, you know, with uh, your own behavior or with someone else's behavior, that that gets a dynamic, a, res- a, a resonance of shame. Uh, that's the energy that it strikes within oneself. So... Um, after that all goes away, after that flush of energy happens is what you are left with is the sadness. And sadness often comes from regret, and regret often comes from having made what you believe is a, a wrong or a nonproductive choice. And you realize that that definition is somewhat limited, but not too much. Thank you. I'll listen on the radio. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we love you too, Jennifer. <laughs> oh, All right. All right. All right. So, um, um, Rage, the Fire Frontier. We were talking yesterday, if you, uh, those of you who managed to get our glitch-filled um, Facebook Live yesterday, um, um, we were talking about the dynamics of rage and the dynamics, of, and we confused Adrian because we said that um, righteous anger can be one of the most destructive things in the world, and yet outrage can be one of the most powerful. And so what would you say, dear Adrian, is the difference between the two? Righteous anger, I think you're taking a stand that you're tying your ego to. You're taking to. a stand that's based upon what? Uh, Others' up. words. Okay. For instance, the idea of the Bible something, you're taking the Bible's word. Did you say Bible something? Yes. <gasps> On a Sunday you said that? Yes. Ooh. Am I going to hell? <laughs> not, from, not, not from that. But <laughs> there's, a, there's a few things, but we, we don't think you really wish to discuss them on an open forum no, on the radio, do probably you? Probably not. No. <laughs> probably not. We, no. Have, we, have a, we hear the laughter in the background. All right. So there's a, you're saying that righteous anger comes from somebody else's words. You Generally to- speaking, for example, you have all of these people with the uh, BLM and all of that that's going on right now. Don't you think that they're expressing a certain dynamic of righteous anger? Yes. All right. But and but where is the outrage? If there were the outrage is coming not from their righteous anger. The out the outrage is coming from their their righteous behavior. 
the outrage from other people at what they're That's doing. That's right. Yes. It's a reaction. All right. So one is an initiating energy using somebody else's words, and the other is the response. That's right. A response to unfairness. All right. There's a big difference there. Thank you. Well, you're welcome, we think. (laughs) We're not done yet. (laughs) Maybe I'll withdraw my thank you until later. (laughs) So, yes, there's a difference, and that clarifies, because I was confused after yesterday, because you had presented the two different statements. You have to understand that um, often when we go on one of these rounds, we are, um, let's understand it this way. If you understand that each of you has an individual relationship with the divine, which therefore means that those of you that believe in a higher power if you believe in a higher consciousness, believe in any of those sorts of spiritual things, those of you that do have this connection, this belief, this commonality of purpose, and the purpose is the way you lead, the way you choose to lead your lives. Yes. It is a certain inherent not morality, but a certain mm, inherent dynamic of mm, behavior that is that allows for movement and grace and elegance and the understanding that nothing is ultimately written in stone. And so in the dynamics of the collective beliefs around God, God is all that is, around religions, around spirit, around, and um, not only are there the basic headings of the major religions, but there are also subheadings of, and then it really, it goes down, you know, there's the the collective Mm -hmm. belief, and then there's the group belief, and then there it really eventually boils, all boils down to the individual belief. Mm-hmm. So there is really only one common language amongst all of them. Do you know what that common language is? We know you do. Well, we could say love. We could say the morality. Let's, let's, let's the... be real. It's emotion. Love okay. is love even in itself. Is too defining. Well, we've hung all sorts of beliefs and expectations about what it is. Well, and do you understand what the basic purpose of emotion is? To create reality. It's As energy. a tool of creation. Yes. Nothing more than a tool of creation. Gas, gasoline in the car. No, no, no. The the molecular reassembly of the transporter is more like it. Okay. 
I asked for that. Okay. Well, 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 come on, Adrian. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Do you understand the analogy? I believe yes. It's the everything. It's the everything. It's every possibility. It's the it's the most minute particle. But it doesn't have real words attached to it, does it? No. So it is an energy that is separate from word. And it is an energy that is separate from thought. And it is an energy entirely made up of emotion or feeling. And feelings and emotion are different, but they're both part of that energy? They're different, uh, but they're the same. Welcome to uh, Welcome to Sotu's World <laughs> University Metaphysics this morning. Uh, well, it's university. Do we give a, a diploma at the end? Do you give us the key to the molecular sleep <laughs> composed <laughs> transporter? Uh, no, the, the, the reassembler. Reassembler, yes. The reassembler. It's that dynamic of that common language. So no matter what we believe, no matter what we think, no matter how we understand God, the universe, the divine, or the absence thereof, it is still what is what runs through all of us in all of creation is the emotional energy. And we can you feel separate. yourself can you feel yourself being alive in the moment you are experiencing the reality that emotion brings you. Okay. Okay? If you take it beyond any anything else, take all of the labels off, you are alive. Yes. Take all the pains away. Mm-hmm. Take all of the dynamics of the the problems away. Take all of the dynamic of all of that away and just be in that moment and be and live for a few seconds just in that dynamic of that moment. This is the result of your reality creation. This is the result of you taking that pure energy of creation and filtering it through all of your chakras and all of your belief systems, allowing you to experience that moment of now with all of those beliefs that you hold about yourself and your world. And when you open your eyes and you look around and you can say, Oh, what a wonderful world we have created. And then you go back home and you do, Oh, dear, poor me, I'm such a victim. I'm a this and I'm a that. And there is this and there is that. And you have so many different um, opinions about. And, and opinions that can be in complete opposition to each other. Mm-hmm. And you take that dynamic home and you wonder through the dynamic of your world, I am always so sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of these people. I'm sick and tired of that person. I'm sick and... 
Wonder why it's the and you wonder why your reality is as screwed up as it is. Because we don't maintain that emotional resonance of... Well, you don't even have the emotional knowledge. How do you maintain the emotional resonance if you cannot, if you cannot even define your, your emotional state? Well, I remember it was years ago near the beginning of my metaphysical exploration that I was in a channel session with someone else. <gasps> and they said, what are you feeling? And I realized I had not a clue. Well, you know how many people um, actually examine that dynamic. Again, it's with ever-increasing levels of consciousness, levels of awareness, it's uh, self-awareness. That is what you're gaining, self-awareness. Yes. And the realization how, uh, of how you are really um, create, already creating exactly what you wish, exactly what you believe. Now, if you wish to change that, you need to start changing your beliefs. Now, there are certainly a number of ways to do that, and one of the ways to do that is to identify the source of the emotions. Ah. That's the first step. And so, therefore, you must go down to a place within yourself that is beyond words. And experience, even look well, at like, even experience. Well, to identify. Not even experience, it's more along the lines of what's, what in your reality is making you uncomfortable. You don't have to go looking. Your reality, if you're really going to be, you know, in tune with your your higher self, if you're going to be in tune with your destiny, of which so many of you are right now, um, becoming more and more in tune with your destiny, you are, um, if you're in tune with your destiny, we guarantee you, your reality is giving you the opportunity right now. So if we were to say to you, Miss Adrian, because we have her in front of us right now, um, what would what's what's your reality telling you? My reality, in many ways, is very good right now. Yeah, but it's still telling you something. Well, I'm seeing the outside world be mm, shaky. Are you, does that mean you're shaky and you're upset? Not so much. Oh. What are you, insane? Maybe. Do you do, you do drugs? A little bit. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal oh, here. You're, oh, you're in Massachusetts, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So? My reality is telling me that it's time to get out there more. My reality is telling me it's time to speak up. There you go. <laughs> You're sitting there waiting for me to open my mouth, but... Um, I thought I was. Well, again, you're still waiting for, you know, uh, the, part of the problem of working with an energy like we are for all of these years is you tend to try to leave the decisions up to us rather than you making your own choices. So it's a nice way of abdicating responsibility. 
Uh, well, and now what is your reality reality asking you to, to take more responsibility, take more responsibility and speak up? Why have you not spoken up in the past? Fear. Shame. There you go. Well, you're getting really good. Fear. 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 Sure. I'm afraid that I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot see us, but uh, you can imagine. Well, we didn't take that open door. <laughs> no, you are not an idiot. No, it has. I have allowed fear to stop me. Sure, and... but so many of you have. It's like the only reason we bring this up is not to um, uh, disparage you. But it is to show others that there are, you know, the things that you have within yourselves, you share. <laughs> right. Well, if I were to go anywhere today, it would be in some of the understandings that Josh the Channel and I talked about this week about that emotional realm being the one that the only place we can make a real difference. I mean, yes, we use beliefs. Well, we, it's, like, it's like you're taking raw material, um, um, raw energy, and you are trying to destroy it. And energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be shaped and utilized in a certain way. You know, when you, when you come up against something negative, you try to destroy it rather than understand why it's there and to transmute it and to realize that there is just as much value in the discovery of negative patterns, uh, maybe more so, as in the discovery of positive patterns. And how many of you even look for positive patterns? No, you're always too busy trying to fix yourself. You're in your head. You're trying to fix yourself. Over and over again, you're on your device. You're going to Google it. Look up this word. Look up that word. Look up this technique. Look up that technique. You don't have to retain it. You don't have to remember it because it's all right there on your device. And you're over and over again. You're spending so much time and you're getting so much information and you're getting spending so much energy and you just with each bit of information you gain, you become more and more and more confused because it doesn't seem to make any sense at all. And then pretty soon, what happens? You look around and you say, wait a minute. I think I ought to stop doing this dance because every time I walk into this wall, it hurts. (laughs) And how many times have you walked into that wall, sir? Well, um, let's see. I am 50 years old now, so I have walked into it at least a thousand times. Ooh, has it hurt every time? Yeah, but lately it seems to be hurting more and more. Why is that? Uh, Your reality is trying to tell you something. Gotcha. So we were talking this week about that. But again, in the dynamic of when even when you're locked up in your head, 
You know, we talk, as again, we say that's the point, isn't it? We talk to so many people with so many different belief systems. Well, what is the commonality? It's breaking it down to the emotions. And so if we're going to be having a conversation with you, we're going to be working on keying those dynamics of those emotional situations that keep you locked into ways of being and doing and saying that continually bring you back around to that same point of, hey, this is what you chose to deal with in this lifetime. Oh, you have difficulties around love? Guess what? That's what you chose to deal with in this lifetime. You can choose to avoid it just means you're going to come back and do it another time. And that's not a punishment. That is a dynamic of your choice. Because you made the choice to incarnate now with a lack of certain things in your life. That was purposeful. That dynamic of lack, lack of love, lack of wealth, lack of So that dynamic is what you chose to overcome in this existence. So do not be shocked when it keeps coming around again and again until you are willing to deal with it. And the moment you are willing to deal with it, the opportunities to heal these things, to move beyond these things, present themselves. And that's just a little bit of woo-woo that comes along with the Wawa. <laughs> so I find it interesting that we're in a world right now where the whole issue is about masks and our impact on each other. Well, again, it's that whole dynamic of you are. The dynamics that are coming from you in the outside of, from the outside world is a mirrored reflection. In other words, It may look the same, but it's opposite. It's the other side looking back at you. And so if you are coming from a positive place, that might be coming from a more negative place. And so if you see a dynamic of, mm, we want to give you a good analogy without getting into too much trouble. Um, Let us just, Say that it is a situation that when you see something reflected in your world, it is the opposite, the opposite of what you think you are seeing. Can we? Can you give an example of that? No. <laughs> All right, today we had some technical difficulties. No, that wasn't technical difficulties. Because that was idiocy. Uh, on both your parts. On both our parts. We had technical difficulties because both of us were not thinking clearly enough. Uh, for and why weren't you thinking clearly enough? Because there was a little bit of tension before that, a little bit of residual... Well, you mean you have to have it perfect? No. 
Ooh, sounds like you have to have it perfect. No, unless the tension and the little bits of uh, discomfort between us mm. get become come to the forefront. We thought it might be a little deeper than that. Came to the forefront and did what? Distracted. Uh, which caused what? A lack of focus. Which caused what? Idiocy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It causes a dynamic of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, um, so what would that say that your reality was saying to you? Pay more attention and take much more responsibility for the emotional content. Well, but not just the emotional content, but it's the whole dynamic of what was the emotional content that led you to be distracted in uh, in that sort of way. What were you being triggered around? Because obviously, no, the word passive-aggressive comes up and the word subconscious comes up. This is not necessarily something that you chose to do. This is a behavior that came bubbling through that caused a certain situation to happen. So you have to go back to anyone looking at this sort of situation would go back and say, well, what emotion was I having that caused me to be distracted to the point where mm, I wasn't paying enough attention? And so there was a whole dynamic of in the desire to put forth a show with excellence. Yes. um, Would be a dynamic of self-sabotage because in fact, a show of excellence means getting all your ducks in a row well ahead of time. Yes. Rather than at the last minute. Yes. So, I mean, on the larger picture, I have allowed myself to be emotionally affected by this week's doings in the world. But on a more personal and more in the moment, there was a little bit of tension uh, between the channel and myself. And I was definitely coming from a place... Of a little... Did he have his period? <laughs> Not that I know of. PMS? Uh... Premastery syndrome? Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, dear. It was really a weak joke about the universe. Um... We hear two people out there laughing. <laughs> Anyways, if I wish to say anything, I was being a little haughty and a little in my feminine better than about him. And ultimately... Boy, that's easy to do around men, isn't it? No, it can be. There are certainly templates of that. And in fact, it had me create a situation... This is called denial. We didn't know you were Egyptian. Do I have that peace within me? Of course you do. Of course I do. You're a woman, aren't you? Yes. And I was born a woman. That's right. Which means it was a gift, and I accepted it and opened it. Well, it was a gift that you chose before you ever incarnated. Certainly. It's one of the basic choices you make early, early on. Yes. Early on, early on. Then you've got the occasional one of you who goes, hmm. Male, female, get straight, 
Oh, let's just put it in the mixer and see what comes out. <laughs> well, there's more of that going on now than probably that's ever exactly had. what we're referring to. Right. You know, again, growth takes place in all areas. All right. And so, <laughs> you know, who's to say that, you know, you can be, what shall we say, clever and humorous and ironic and all of those things on this side of it. And you can also be that way when you are creating the scenarios of your reality for your next lifetime. Except, you know, it's really hard as a fetus to remember what humor is. <laughs> and so, now, some of you were born funny. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> well, look, it ended up, I started it out the day was a little better than in haughty and little anger at the masculine feminine and blah, blah, blah. And, da, 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 da. and then what ended up happening was that we presented a show that had some glitches and I got to feel badly. You called the channel an idiot because it put him in a position of having to take care of things that I should have taken care of. And I realized in that moment. Well, we only called him an idiot because he was looking at it and saying to himself, I should push that button. I should push that button. I should push that button. But then he did push the button. He, as the masculine often does, gave it all over to you. Right. And I said, no, I don't know what that's for. Let's keep going. And you produce, we produced 20 minutes of the show that didn't get didn't we, get out there. We, white girls? I produced 20 minutes of a show that didn't get out there. There you go. Because we still talked. So the we fa- still did the... The thing is that the point I'm getting to is it ultimately brought me down to a place of feeling really crappy once again about myself. So even though I was trying to put it all on him, other men, blah, 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 I was the one who ended up doing not such a great job, and I got to reinforce any feelings of less than that I had. Because belief creates behavior that reinforces belief that creates behavior that reinforces belief that creates behavior that reinforces belief that creates behavior that until it gets so uncomfortable that you have to pay attention to it. You mean like the world now? Well, that's a dynamic that's happening, isn't it? The whole dynamic, the whole movement and growth of the system as evidenced by, let's call it the last uh, 250 years, um, which is basically the age of America, the United States. Um, Why? Because um, a template of existence, a template of growth happened with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and the um, Revolutionary War and uh, the whole dynamic that was all a very purposeful dynamic of moving forward into a new, more expanded level of consciousness. And that's exactly the same place that you're at right now. The situations around the system that you developed back then has become antiquated and has become 
bogged down with layer upon layer of complication and the basic um, premises of the documents and the things that you built your country upon has been cheapened, has been lost, has been misinterpreted and so that the situation is no longer one where the people are the focus, people are the ones that are in charge. And the question ultimately is, were you ever completely in charge? Um, but it was, you had, an, uh, um, uh, at least during certain parts of it, uh, um, a, a progressive and altruistic, a, um, a loving sort of dynamic around government. Government was for the people, by the people, was for the benefit of all, for liberty, for justice, for freedom for that whole dynamic. And these are all the dynamics of laudable traits. But that situation has degraded to a certain point because it was not a perfect system. Um, crony capitalism, um, the way that it exists within much of your world right now, does not work because of its basic unfairness and the amount of animosity um, that it causes. There are relatively simple solutions to all of these things, but you must be willing to put down your swords first, and you must be willing to communicate. And in order to be able to communicate with each other, you must move out of this belief that some of you are better than others. That, um, um, And we do mean, um, um, you know, if if you have wealth, if you have money, it doesn't make you any better than anyone else. It only makes you more manipulative. And so if you're going to use your wealth to manipulate others, do not be surprised when the karmic retribution happens. Because there will be one, whether it's this lifetime or another one. Eventually, you are seeking balance in all of your lives. Yes, and because I was doing a better than for a while yesterday on gender basis, mm-hmm. the truth of the matter, because the better than, and, and I could say it could be tied to anger or even rage, feminine rage at the masculine, as long as I'm playing that game, it's going to eventually devolve all the way down to the kernel at the bottom, which was how I ended up feeling yesterday. Which but what was if it's a general and not a kernel? Oh, it's, as long as it doesn't involve corporal punishment, we're okay. Oh, we thought you liked that. Only sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're joking. This is an adult program, you know. But the, thing is, the title of the show is about rage, and rage is the final ex- outplay of something that's, that's wrong. That's right, something that's wrong. And something if, that's wrong. if the Absolutely rage correct. is going outward, you're never going to get to what's wrong. The only way you're going to Why get is to... there so much rage in your country right now? And we're talking about the United States. Because people are scared and confused. More than that. And the unfairness. Right, the unfairness of it. For if you were a young person now, and we mean someone that's probably in their teens, 20s, and maybe even in the dynamics of their early 30s, you do not have half of the opportunities that your parents did. Mm-hmm. And the world is shrinking and becoming less and less um, abundant 
in that sort of way because you are allowing yourselves, you are all allowing yourselves to be manipulated mm-hmm. through the belief in your own weakness, um, which is the basic lie. But if you begin to move into that place where you realize that all of the resources that you need are pumping through you on a daily basis, so, on a moment-to-moment basis, so on an instantaneous now basis, which basically means you can shift and change your reality from here on out if you can shift the dynamics of what you believe about yourself and your world. Which will shift the feeling, the emotion. Ultimately, we would hope. Because isn't that the goal? Uh, yeah, but some people need a little more help. Right. It's whether you, it's being able to look at those things and decide for yourself whether you have the will, whether you have lived long enough, that you are healed enough that you can completely move beyond it. Now, those of you, so many of you out there who have come into uh, this existence wishing to learn about love, you, so many of you have given up. You do not believe that you can find the love that you have sought for so long. And that's true because the love that you seek is often developed when you are about 12 to 14 years old. Or our dear belief of what it looks like. Or even feels like. Or feels like. Because of the dynamic of the raging hormones of the prepubescent and the pubescent adolescent is such that when you have those feelings, why do you think that the longing for romance is so strong in your world? It's because of the hormonal intensity of your adolescence. Right, and then we don't consider to reconsider that. We just go with that picture. Over and over and over again. And So there's so many of you out there in your 50s and your 60s that are still looking for Prince Charming, that are still looking for the princess, that are still looking for the damsel in distress to rescue, that are still Yeah, Mm. all of the above. And it doesn't matter whether you're gay or straight. We wish to tell you that because you still all play out those same roles. Yes. If you look at the relationships between those of you that are homosexual, you know, you tend to each be playing a different role. And it sure looks like husband and wife to us. Mm. Sometimes it changes. Well, well, yeah, you know, then then there's the wild and the woolly, which is just a a dynamic of a um, a, a, an expression of repression. Ooh, we like that one. Oh, that was very expression of repression. uh, Yes, good sounds there. Ah, so watch out, sir. Who's getting too close to sexuality? Oh, well, <laughs> yes. Uh, that's out there, too, as we've talked about there. Oh, really? We do not have the time to talk about that. Because we have, as we were saying before, there's this ocean 
expression of emotion that we all share, which is our connection and to the... And it's not even calamine lotion. And it's not calamine lotion. And that's what is central and we all share. That's the thing we probably have the least awareness and mastery over. And riding above it are our millions of beliefs that even as... All in your head. All in your head. you're trying to make sense of it all. Like it's all going to fit on a nice little list. And there's not going to be any threads or any pieces left over in this two million piece puzzle. And then... Monochromistic. And then... Gray. You can only tell by the shape. Can, and the ultimate question becomes, can you finish it in this lifetime? Uh, not as a Borg. No, we are emotional beings, and we could change our emotions in the moment if we no, have the... No, 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 no. We can change our emotions. No, our emotions change in a moment. Yes. They can. And are you a master of your own emotions? Not yet. No. Can you handle the spontaneous expression and experience of your emotions? Occasionally. <laughs> Well, that's a measure, isn't it? We live in the country. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You don't get to see anybody. <laughs> Interact with that. You get to people. see a physical and a non-physical being. Mm. Those are your friends. And a couple of chickens. And, oh, and a couple of chickens. Well, that's the story that we won't go into at this point. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, Two. even have some appreciation that our beliefs are just that, that they're just beliefs. Uh, that I don't know if people out there remember or if they're still available. Now, in childhood, we had something called Play-Doh, which was sort of this clay that you could eat and it wouldn't kill you. And, but you would force it through different shapes, and that would make those star shape or leaf clover shape, whatever. But the beliefs are just those things that we use to shape this energy and that they're not necessarily one more true than another. Well, what is belief except words put on the energy? For example, let's take the most basic one. Okay. Which is the crown chakra, which is your direct connection with the divine. So it's your direct connection with that pure energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are, if you were a pure vessel <laughs> with no beliefs, okay. then that dynamic of that energy that came down through that crown chakra, the place in the physical body where one has the experience of the divine, where that energy, that pure energy, first enters Okay. Now, if there was no filter, if there was no dynamic of belief that was there, then all of a sudden you would be filled with the pure creative energy of all that is, and you wouldn't bother with a physical body or anything like that because the ecstatic experience of that dynamic 
cannot be explained within physical language. However, it would preclude any need for an incarnation. Sure. Be complete. Okay. So you're going to want to, let's say you want to come into this life and you're going to want to learn about the divine. That's something that you really chose. Well, and what you have to understand that your chakras are programmed through your birth of your Mm -hmm. mother. Mm -hmm. So whatever your mother believed when you were born is pre-programmed into your existence. So let's say your mother has the fear of God Mm -hmm. within her. Okay? So now you have the fear of God within you, even though you have no, no idea, no reasonable reasoning idea of where that comes from, all of a sudden everything that comes down is going to be filtered through that fear of God. Okay, and judgment about myself? Well, that's later. Okay, right, just a belief. Yeah, I can relate to that. I can see it. I can feel it. I can sense it. And with each chakra, there's kind of a different sort of filter a different set of beliefs that go with it. So I need to have some filter there. Do you? Well, as you said, if you didn't have any filters, you would just have the ecstatic experience and no need for physicality. So if I wish to be physical and have an experience of the divine that's other than fear... What would you say? Built-in motivation? A built-in desire. If one chooses one's mother and one's father before one incarnates, yes, do they not choose the dynamic of how they wish their initial programming to be set? Sure. With forgiveness, I can understand why I would have chosen that if I wanted to learn about the divine, I would give myself some very limiting beliefs to overcome. Right. So if you learn to, want to learn about love, are you going to give yourself a loving situation to incarnate into? No. Probably not, because then you would be spending your whole life learning about love until probably somewhere in your middle years, you would finally get it right. Okay. Well? Yes, that would be a sort of optimum situation. If that's how we learn, then having that growth, having that opportunity for growth would be, would fit the bill. Correct. Would serve one's desire of growth, which is ultimately the divine's desire for growth. Correct. So... A different motivation other than fear of the divine might be to wish to know the divine. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Well, why would we deprive you of the adventure of discovery? Say that a lot lately. (laughs) Well, we're talking about examples, possibilities. But we're also talking about we're not going to give you the answers. No. It's up to your humanity. It's up to you as individuals to find your ways. We can teach you techniques. Yes. We can teach you techniques. And speaking of techniques, 
We will be, for the first time in 10 years, appearing live next week at Star and Splendor in Voorheesville, New York, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon till God knows when, um, doing a conversations with So2 session at Amy's store, at Amy's workshop space, and um, those of you who are in the area, we would... Uh, um, love to see your faces again, and um, um, we're not sure about what the um, setup is, but uh, we believe that you can call Amy, um, and we're not sure where that's advertised, but Adrian will tell you at the end. It is our intention to begin to put together a series of workshops that will lead to a production of what we call the Peace Genesis Project, a journey of healing and forgiveness to allow for a readjustment, for a dynamic of healing and understanding as the world changes dramatically over the next six months. Right, so. Well, we're certainly open if folks want to call in and uh, have personal questions or well, question we've got anything. Well, 20 minutes said. and you'll either get your acts together pretty quickly or uh, we're going to be out of here pretty soon um, because um, we pretty much reached the end of this dynamic. Listen, dear ones, again, we're going to tell you what we've been telling you for the past two months. There's going to be a great deal of rage expressed in your world. Stay out of it. The problems get too close to you. Go in your house and close the door and pull the shades. Because there's going to be a great deal of ugliness in your world over the next few months. So much so that many of you will be shaken to the core of your existence. It will be leading you to questioning what it means to be a human. What it means to be alive. We do not wish to frighten you. But we do wish to tell you to prepare for the unexpected. If you think things are chaotic now, we hate to say this, but they're going to the the chaos is going to double, and then it is going to double again, and then it is going to double again, and this is all going to occur before the third of November. No, dear. <laughs> but once you get past the third of November. You're going to go, what is going on here? And tell you, you're all going to be a lot more motivated to stand up for truth. I can see already the movement towards that. Good. I can see it. Remember truth. Remember to not be triggered. Remember to maintain your objectivity. Remember to remember your past. 
Remember to be in the moment. Remember to remember your past. Because if you cannot remember the negative experiences of the past, you will just repeat them. Uh-oh. We are so too. And we love you all so very, very much. And so until next week, we close. Hopefully with our old computer back. <laughs> sending you peace. Sending you happiness. Sending you joy. And so two is leaving and Josh is coming back into the body. No theme music today, just not working. But we had a little talk with Jennifer, so we know we were getting out of that. To hear from Jennifer always. Um, So it's, it's just the way it is. Sometimes the technology works, sometimes it doesn't. Today it wasn't me or you, it's the technology. Uh, so, Coach, we were talking about next week, and we certainly want to put that out there to you. We are going to be on Saturday outside of Albany, New York. There are two things going on there. We're going to be doing our Facebook Live at 1 o'clock from Star and Splendor in Voorheesville, New York. Uh, that goes from 1 to 1.30, and you can pop in and watch that if you'd like. And then from 2 until 4, maybe 4 plus, we are going to be having conversations with O2, which is something you would need to sign up for. And uh, it's going to be open question and answer. So O2 will certainly have things to say about what's going on in the world and what it means to us and particularly to those who are in the audience. And um, they'll also be taking personal questions on whatever you would like. So if you're there, it's a great opportunity. It's the first time we've done one of the sessions out in public like this for 10 years. And we seem like we're just about ready for it. You may be. (laughs) And uh, also, if you're interested in getting more up close and personal contact with so to go to our Patreon page, because we do a once a month Patreon group, which is private small group, great group of people, and we can really go much more deeply into what's going on for you and how we can work together um, to make the change more elegant and grace because <laughs> the change, it is happening. So, I knew her. <laughs> elegance or grace? Both of them. Both of them. They were twins. Ah, uh, okay. And at the same time, we are, uh, uh, <laughs> he's distracted me now. Um <laughs> Now I've completely lost the session next week. And the Patreon plays and join us next week on Saturday on Facebook Live on uh, Conversations with So Too and Sunday on Healing the Rift. And um, if we have our computer back, uh, regular computer back next week, we will also do a simulcast on Facebook Live. Um, I'm also thinking about moving something over to um, YouTube. YouTube, uh, YouTube live. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see how next week goes. And, uh, um, uh, certainly we will provide, um, more material, um, if there is a demand for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and as I said, Patreon's the place to go for that. And because that's the place we will expand the most. We do have an app out there for those of you who have Androids, and it is on my list to get it on to Apple also, but it's called Sotu in a Nutshell, and it allows you to get uh, messages from Sotu and connection with everything that we're doing right on your phone. So it's a very good, and I will get it done. I guess that's about it. We've about tapped out with 13 minutes left over, I understand. But Well, that's the way it is this week. Um, and we look forward to seeing you, however, next week. And if you need us in between there, then just drop us an email through our website, conversationswithso2.org. So from Earth, we love you. I'm Adrian. I'm Josh. Hopefully we can get the outro to work. And they were so too. Stay calm. No, we're just not getting any of the music or uh, outro to work today. So just trust us. It's going to say, join us next week for more Healing the Rift. Love you. Bye. Bye.